0: at that last 20%. You're like, easy, done. It's hard. It's not everyone's cup of tea to just be like, I'm good. That's the finished piece of art. I'm going to put it out to the world. I'm going to release my babies. And it's hard. Um, You know, I suffer from perfectionism myself. Sometimes songs can take me like a day to write, which is amazing. It's a stroke of luck sometimes when that happens. the, The universe talks through you. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm going to be working on this song, and it's finally coming out four years later. <laughs> I have to rewrite, I have to rewrite. I, I want to make sure that it's always perfect, but sometimes you just got to you know when to cut cut the cord. Just be like, all right, I can't anymore. It's good. I'm happy enough with it. You got to let it go. That's my biggest piece of advice. Just let it go. I'm not going to break into song, but you all hear it in your head. I know you do. Um... So what do you do with that song once, uh, once you're ready to release it? Well, you should distribute it. And there are a number of distributors out there. My favorite have been CD Baby and DistroKid. Uh, what do you use, Silva? I use DistroKid. Hell yeah, what do you use? DistroKid. Kid. Uh-huh. Ethan? How do you put your song, how do you, have you released the song yet to distribution, like if they put it on Spotify, Apple Music?
1: Oh, so no, for me, like I don't even do that yet. I, I, a lot of the times when I make music, I just share it like, you know, on the Discord server with friends, with people who like I, I admire or look up to and, and they'll kind of give like input. In right,
0: yeah, you're so, getting into my next slide already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. Right, what about you, Sal? How do you distribute your music?
2: More like a, like a, a label that's not a label. It's a weird, it's a weird thing, but yeah. It's called your music.
0: Oh hell yeah. Uh, and also,
3: I, I really on Bandcamp, which is great for independent releases.
0: Um, and also, SoundCloud, um, with Repost. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, SoundCloud and Bandcamp, great resources to distribute your music for free. You don't have to pay for those, and with Bandcamp, you can make money. Shout out to Bandcamp Fridays. They're great. If you know what a Bandcamp Friday is, shout out. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's the best way to help out your local artists. Buy their music on Fridays on Bandcamp because all like the proceeds, or at least the majority of them, go to the artist. Instead of Bandcamp's cut. All right. So once you've released that song into the world, you've distributed it to one of your distributors, now you got to market it. it. It exists in Spotify. It exists on it, uh, iTunes, wherever you uh, have it. Um, so one of the places that I like to go for marketing, because I like grassroots marketing i don't like to to go into my second point there i don't ever pay for marketing well i've tried like instagram ads man they're not worth it i'm not gonna say that word. bleep instagram ads don't do them don't don't pay for ads if you can uh sal you've got some important insight on this one I'll, i'll ask you just a second but uh the way I like to distribute my music and to really do it is I kind of focus on a community, whether it's like the furry community, the nerdcore community, the anime community, as a lot of our friends do. Uh, there's a lot of anime rappers and musicians out there. There's all these communities where they're very tight-knit, as you like know in the furry fandom. When people talk to each other, if you like a piece of content, you're likely going to share it. And working with those communities, creating stuff that they would like, that you also like, Honestly, it can really help you get your work out there, um, and so I personally focus on like zeitgeist music. So if there's a game that I like because I write songs about video games. It's like one of my favorite things to do, uh, specifically the the horror video games, like Five Nights at Freddy's. Way back when it was just like FNAF one, I was like, oh, "What is this? I got I can't, I got a bunch of this. This is cool." Um, Zeitgeist just means what's in the now. And so stuff that's popular, if you write about it, it's likely gonna get shared more. Uh, my good friend CG5 really is one of like the proficient capitalizers on that idea. I met him when he had 7,000 subscribers on YouTube and I was like, bro, you're gonna go far. I love your style of music. At the time he was making like covers and stuff. I was like, you need to sing more. You need to put an animation on every one of your music videos if you can and just do, keep doing what you're doing. It's going to blow up. And he's like, I'm going to do meme music. <laughs> it's
1: like, meme music? Okay.
0: I, I, I don't know if that's going to work, but let's see. He's got like 4 million subscribers now. Yeah. <laughs> he works with the most amazing artists and he's just blown up. So he focuses on Zeitgeist because he's able to crunch out a song in a day to four days from beginning to end and just have it out. So yeah, working fast helps with Zeitgeist. If you don't work fast, Maybe don't focus too much on that, guys, or at least something that inspires you that has some longevity, like uh, Portal. I love Portal. You can never go wrong with Portal. Oh my gosh! I'm making a note. Showing your age, bro. Oh my gosh! Stop. <laughs> Man.
2: Huge success. All
0: right, this middle point I really want to ask my friend Sal about because Sal is more experienced with the uh, quote-unquote like professional side of the music industry with labels. Do you, and do you recommend uh, paying for marketing?
2: Uh, That's a tough question. It really depends on where you're gonna put the music, but I've had just not not the best time marketing. With marketing, um, I had to pay a marketing team a lot of money to do absolutely nothing and give me like 10 or 20,000 fake followers on Instagram, which I just had to like delete that channel. So but, yeah, I had a whole a whole process uh, in Atlanta. It was just not fun. Uh, so I I think if you're starting off, definitely just go grassroots. It's a lot more fun uh, and it's a lot more um, interesting. You'll get a lot more positive feedback that way instead of just being an echo chamber.
0: Definitely, and here in the furry fandom, one of the best ways that you can market to your own community, I know you all have furry friends. Show them your music. It's okay to be like, hey, Snuffles, I just wrote this song. Could you give it a listen? And if he likes it, he's likely going to be like, dude, this shit's that. I'm going to show this to some other people. That really helps. And uh, showing off in VR chat is something I do a lot. I'll sit in VR chat and just perform music. I know my good friend in the front row here does the same thing. An amazing musician. Hi, Lodi. Yeah. So yeah, just... just Getting your music in front of communities who are going to just like it because they vibe with it. If you vibe with it, chances are somebody out there is really going to vibe with it too. All right, so once you've started to get your music out there, once you're starting to make some streams and you're like, all right, how do I do this but bigger? And you can do jack of all trades. One of my professors told me in music college, he's like, you're not going to make it doing this jack of all trades shtick. And I was like, watch me. <laughs> and i did it for a little bit but it kept growing and i was like okay all right, it's time to start delegating some work um and it's something i told my friend cg5 when he was starting uh, try to make a video for every one of your songs post it to youtube post it to tiktok tiktok is huge oh my gosh if your song starts getting a little trending on just a little trending Gonna do wonders for your other platforms, especially like Spotify. Spotify pays a lot better than TikTok or YouTube per view. TikTok is a great bouncing off platform to get your stuff out there, but you're going to need some visuals. And my favorite way is working with animators. Now, animators can cost a lot of money. What's a good way of having an animation for your project without paying a, front t- a ton of money up front? Work with students who are working on their thesis for college who are working on their portfolios they're going to do it either at a discount if you don't have a lot of money to give them you can promise them in a contract always use contracts people promise them if this song blows up you get a percentage percentage of this video percentage of something promise them a return an artist is going to put a lot more effort into your project if they feel a sense of ownership to it too it's their baby as well as yours and you're going to get a lot better product and you're going to have a better time working with them that also tentails contracts there are copy and paste good contracts on google please use them they can save your ass you don't want to just go by word of mouth or a discord message don't do that i've done that i've gotten screwed over don't do that and don't screw people over that's the other part like you were talking about don't be an asshole <laughs> i
1: didn't want to say it because like i had no first would be cursing you or not I think it i fine.
0: Def- right? I definitely care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to try to keep PG 13, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't be a bad person. If you promise someone a percentage, do right by them. Word spreads. And that's going to also take finding the right people as you grow your team, whether it's animators for your music videos or people who are going to help you with cinematography for live action videos. Maybe they're uh, editors, editors are very important any video, get editors, or practice editing. I, I love practicing editing, and it's just, it's just a lot of fun. Um, and then find people who can make your album artwork. If you're an artist, make your own album artwork. That's what Snuffles does, and it's so good. It's like the perfect visuals for your audio. It's like exactly what I envision. You, you just nail it. If you're not an artist, but you're a musician, collab with these artists. You're in the furry band of, we are not short of artists all around us. And I know you all have friends who can draw. If you don't want to go to your friends, then commission someone. I know we all commission people. Commission them for your uh, music. And it's okay if they charge more. In fact, they should, because if you're gonna start making money off of this, you're gonna want commercial rights to your artwork and animations. And normally, that either comes with paying them a percentage off of sales or giving them a higher commission rate. Um, Sometimes I'll pay 100% on top of with a normal commission rate. For commercial rights, and sometimes I'll do um, percentages. What about you, Silva? Um
3: I usually end up doing a a flat rate plus um, plus a percentage of royalties um, because the the immediate flat rate should always be like you know something guaranteed to the artist, you know, or whoever you collaborate with, be the editor. And then the uh, royalty percentage on top of that would be for whether or not the, the project becomes successful, at least the people you worked with and still
0: ended up with a fair payment. Exactly, yeah. Don't make people work for free. And please don't work for free either. You are worth everything. And so are the people around you. Treat your own right, and they'll treat you right, generally. Although it doesn't hurt to start for free. Yeah. That's true. I, know. I I definitely did. Yeah,
3: you know, I started for free. So did I. <laughs> I did it <edit> for free. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yes. One hundred percent free. I just I did. I I got zero dollars from the media. Damn, that video. Damn. I think it was like a hundred million views. 100, yeah, one hundred forty-seven. But I. But the the streams the the
0: song that's all me. Streams often pay more than uh, the video plays. I know uh, YouTube, uh, having been a full-time YouTuber for uh, about eight years as well, I can tell you CPM, that's how much money they're gonna pay you per 1,000 views. YouTube is generally around a dollar, sometimes a dollar, like 80. It used to be better back in the day before the apocalypse, RIP. Um, but is gonna pay you upwards of like three to seven dollars per 1,000 views, way better. So yeah, that's not a bad split. Um, the average RPM is usually around
3: like like five to six um, if you like really something monthly. Um, and so like to break, so like if you so for example, you're trying to like, make a thousand dollars, your video is gonna have to cross five hundred and eighty-eight thousand views. Million. Like, no, 1000 Yeah, 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 yeah thousand. Thousand. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait Yeah, so like uh, yeah, um, one thousand dollars from the video is like five hundred and eighty-eight, thousand views. And that's with the average RPM. So if you're uploading like regularly, not too much, not too little, um, then you're getting like a an average RPM per view.
0: Yeah. And like like Silva touched on with their slides, being in the right place at the right time is, is big. Um, something my other music professor told me uh, when we when I first started music college, he's like, "It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be fucking hard to make it as a musician." Excuse my language. Sorry, I forgot. He, he he was he was crass. I'm sorry. I'm quoting him that's, directly. That's
3: the limit now. That's the limit. Now. That's the limit.
0: We're we're at the we're past the limit. Um, so yeah, I, like you say, about eighty percent is hard work, and it, with a mix of talent, perseverance, run with it, hard. Uh, there's a lot of luck that went into getting me to where I am, whether it was one day uh, I was sitting in my dorm room and my, my roommate across the, the hall knocks on my door and he's like, hey, I got this student who's looking to, to go to our program, but I'm in the marketing. He wants to be in music. Can you talk to him? I was like, oh, sure. He's like, this, this little nerdy kid comes in. And he's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a brony musician. I was like, oh, I know about bronies he's like, yeah, yeah, um, I'm the Wooden Toaster. Oh. <laughs> what? I was like, oh, i never heard of you. Let me see. What the hell? <laughs> what is this? Oh my God, this kind of slaps. And then right there in suggested, the Living Tombstone, I was like, who's this? <laughs> What's Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I can do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to try this. No, no. Boom. Changed my life. Or uh, when I was looking for my internship, uh, Warner Music hired me to work out uh, of California. I start moving up there and I asked for an extension on the uh, movement date. And they're like, well, yeah, but don't you live here? I'm like, no. They're like, you're, but you, we had an in-person interview last week. I was like, no, we didn't. They're like, you're Hoda Aguilar. That's my real name, by the way. I'm like, the second. I'm Hoda Aguilar, the second. They go, oh, shit. I think we heard the wrong one. <laughs> i was like well i'm already moving up there uh can y'all help me out and there's like would you like to work anywhere else and i was like no, i'll take anywhere i just need this internship to graduate so i sent my resume to all the uh, warner-owned uh, studios and atlantic records in hollywood ended up picking me up so i worked there for a while <laughs> as a music amazing. engineer there and that's where i learned a lot of pop because at the time i wanted to do theatrical Stuff that is in movies, big sounds, kind of like you heard in that uh, little preview. And so, yeah, there's been a lot of luck that's gotten me to where I am, but that luck wouldn't account for shit if I wasn't ready for it. You've got to jump on those opportunities. They're going to come at you, and when they do, you better be ready. All right, that is it for the, the presentation part. Thank you, guys. is the best part is the Q&A. So, if you have questions for any of these amazing musicians, let's start with a round of hands. Um, I saw the first you to Paul go up first. Hi, so, I'm trying to make a quiet attempt to talk about my huh. but I live in Chiselle Apartments and I have neighbors from hell. Oh, yeah. So I was there in my dorm rooms. I feel like so whenever I'm trying to, like, record an instrument or record vocals, they're always trying to shut me up by, like, knocking on the door, telling me to be
2: quiet. Or oh my god, like that's funny. Their that sucks. Loud, or they send complaints to the management, and, like, I'm kind of stressing out. I don't have any options, and the, the only
0: option I can think of is, like, recording out of my car. So, I don't know if, like... Not the most ideal, but yeah. I don't know if you guys have, like, any suggestions or, like, you I've got a couple. Um, so I I started a lot of my first songs in my dorm room, which had papers and walls. I could hear everything, so they um, One, work out of headphones. That's for, like, your mixing. Uh, you know, but I'm sure you already do that. Two, record in your closet, if you can. Surround yourself with clothes. Blankets. Put up a little blanket fort, and that's going to help muffle as much as you can. If you can get some cheap foam whether it's like couch foam you don't have to go crazy with the rlx you don't need that just try to surround yourself with as much padding as you can it, like pick some padding on your closet door close it in and record like that in there it's going to get hot like if you love music it's going to be worth it does anyone else have some good uh, tips i was going to say uh i think um your situation sucks i'm
2: sorry first uh i think uh, something that i would do in that situation is to Try to do whatever you can to prepare yourself to where you get to a point where you actually can, you know, start recording and, and start doing what you want without having to worry about the neighbors. So, you know, improving your ears and really, uh, you know, listening to listening to music, kind of just like getting ready to be able to be free from the limitation that you have. The uh, you know, again, do like what you can now, uh, considering your circumstance, to help prepare yourself, and you will thank yourself so much if you do that kind of thing because then you'll be like, I could I could do it. You know, and I did, and and, you know, it's it's good to uh, try to work around that, try to compromise, you know, try to accommodate yourself and stuff like that can I add something yeah
1: okay so so uh, there's there's a few uh, different angles you go at this with but um I think I think the big thing is that you're really focusing on the live recording aspect of it which is cool it is really good when you can you know play an instrument or you know sing and hear your own voice but there's plenty of musicians out there who don't do that like at all or, or they they do some mixture of recording where they'll take their their crappy scrappy recording and then kind of like translate it to something a lot better. There, there's, like, programs like Open MPT, which are incredible right. for, like, if you're into music tracking. And look, there's some great stuff in that, okay? It but, is hard, though. It, it is hard, it's hard, hard, but, you know, I'm yes. saying there's there's a lot of programs out there where you don't necessarily have to, like, be playing the instruments to make music. It's it's something where you are able to, to make a whole song from scratch based out of other people's samples and, like, you know, your, your own kind of uh, things that you're bringing into it. Um, second off, have you heard of Carsey Harris, literally named after the guy who who was sitting inside of a car recording every single bit of his music, you know, because he didn't want to be at home writing music, you know, it's, it's, you can find places outside of your house and even if the sound is garbage, you know, just find an angle with it. Will Toledo's thing was, it was shitty lo-fi where he was crying and he couldn't hear him because he didn't want people to hear his lyrics, you know? Uh, yeah.
0: Um, Okay. To preface, before we go on, we are starting to run out of time. So before we get kicked out of here, um, some of us will be outside for more questions. We're going to hang around that way. We can let the other people come in when they need to. But also, uh, if you want more questions, uh, I live stream music production almost three days a week on Twitch. Yes. Kyrgyz and Culture. and uh, Culture. If you need it, just come boop this with your phone and you'll get it. And I talk about music production from... First step to the last step and you can watch me write some of my next songs and be a part of that whole recording process. So definitely do that too if you're more interested in production. Uh, can we get a couple more questions? Yep. You wanna choose the next one? Uh,
2: okay. Um, so would you recommend doing more than one genre of music when you listen to stuff? Because I've gotten like yes. a controversial um, points of view that sometimes you, you do like to listen to your favorite stuff,
0: but that's not necessarily the best for inspiration. Yeah, I, I, I write multi genre whether it's, like, huge cinematic production, electric pop, jazz. I'm all over the place. Now I'm doing, like, some sad Joji-type Post Malone beats. <laughs> yeah, write whatever you want. Don't ever let people fucking... Sorry, oh, my God, I'm starting to stop. Don't ever let people dictate what you're going to write. You are your own artist. Write for you, not for anyone else. Really, really. Um so I primarily do EDM. Um
3: all my like major releases are EDM. But when I'm not releasing my own songs and like I release my own music like three, four, five months at a time, not ideal. But um when you know when I'm not, I'm collaborating with um either like anime rappers, I'm producing rap beats, or um the new Bendy game, Bendy and the Dark Revival. Um, I did some co-production on that, on um, the, the the main theme of the main theme of the game, uh, some orchestral stuff. Um, so I'm always like outside of my main drama, I'm always doing a whole other genre. Um, I think it's good to diversify your tastes. You know, it, it opens the doors for you and your creativity. Okay.
0: We got time for one more question. We've been told in the door. We got one more.
2: Would you? Yeah. So uh, you guys were talking about like you know getting um, you know the finding a community, finding those connections and things like that. Um, do you have any like tips or pointers? This might be a big question. Of uh, any tips or pointers on how to you know what steps to take, where to go, find that kind of community, to go find those kind of connections. Discord. Discord and VR chat. And VR yeah. chat. <laughs> I would say Twitter, because a lot of Twitter. my audience, like, okay. I got kind of almost a head start in that department because I, I drew stuff before oh, wait, I started yeah. making music, so, and, and, you know, I'm incorporating my drawing into my music, so it kind of bridges them yeah. together for people to go to that very, very useful way.
0: Yeah. I had a lot of my
2: collaborations in VR chat actually made one of my good friends uh, Midnight Drift from that, so
0: that has been really helpful. Oh, also, that leads me to my last point, huge. Collaborate, please. If you wanna tap into other artists who already have like a little bit more established, maybe not so established, it's a great way to not only get you to write faster and do different stuff, but also to share communities. The more you share communities, the bigger you can grow much faster. Collaborate, it's a good thing. All right, but uh, before we go, um, if you're interested in going tonight, we've got a music concert going on in room 904. Some of these musicians are going to be performing, and then it's going to turn into an open mic. I would love to hear some of y'all perform. We're going to have guitars, pianos. It's going to be a great time. Come up here if you need to scan it. It's a uh, 18 plus. Thank you, friends. Thank you, everyone. Oh, so, so before much. you go, before you go, can I get a group picture with